Hello and welcome to JobQuest, where we get the inside scoop on what jobs are really like. I'm your host, Luca, and this week we'll be interviewing Brandon Davis, the manager of school programs at the Denver Museum of Nature and Science. We'll learn about what it's like to be around a bunch of kids, program inspiration, and much more. Let's begin our quest. Welcome to the show. Thanks. I'm happy to be here. I'm excited to talk about my job. I love it. So what is your job? Can you describe it to a kid? Yeah, I work at the Denver Museum of Nature and Science as the manager of our school and teacher programs. So I oversee all of our field trips, our camps. Uh, When we send our educators to schools, we have virtual programs um, that we do online. And then we also do classes for teachers so that they can learn about uh, how they can teach science better uh, and things like that. Cool. Um, So can you describe an average day? What does that look like? Yeah, every day is different around here, but as a normal adult job goes, there's a lot of email and a lot of meetings. Um, Some days I uh, am dealing with emergencies like a broken freezer that usually has frozen hearts and lungs in them for dissections that melts and I have to figure out uh, how to get new lungs from a slaughterhouse in order to do dissections with kids. Um, And then other days I'm just sitting in boring meetings about logistics and custodians all day. Um, So there's not really an average day. Today I went out to a school and met with the principal about how we can get his teachers at the museum. um, And that was really cool. So Every day is different, but a lot of emails and a lot of meetings. And I bet you're around kids all the time. What does that look like? Oh, my gosh. I, I am not really. I You know, most of the time I'm in meeting rooms and I'm in my office. My team is around kids a lot. Um, so I, I kind of I kind of have some distance there, but I've worked in schools mm-hmm. a lot. And honestly, I really like hanging out with kids. I taught middle school for six years before I started working in museums. And I really enjoyed it. Kids have a lot of energy, as you know, and I I find that energy to be energizing for me. So I I miss it. I miss being around kids as much as I used to. Is it ever a bit like crazy? There it is. It does get crazy. So there are some days, especially around this time of year, as we get closer to the winter break, uh, there's a lot more field trips. And so there, I'm looking at my my calendar now. We have a couple of days coming up where we're going to have between two and 3,000 school kids here. Wow. And when that happens, this place, uh, it turns into a bit of a circus. It gets really, really loud and crazy. And the kids' energy feeds off of each other. And mm-hmm. it just, it turns into a big party here. Um, so it can be stressful. You know, we get some people that come and they they want it to be a, a nice, quiet museum so they can read their plaques and look at all of the stuff that we have here. Yeah. And when you have 3,000 kids... There's some tension sometimes. And so I, the meetings that I am in are usually with like our guest services here when they're saying um, that people are complaining about loud children. I have to remind them that children are supposed to be loud when they're having fun. Yeah, school trips can definitely get a bit, you know, um, on the wild side. Yeah, for sure. So what was your path to working at the museum in terms of school and training? Yeah, it was a really windy one. I originally studied architecture in college and I moved to New York City right after I graduated and I worked um, in architecture for seven years designing residences like apartments and condos and also doing office spaces and restaurants and things like that. Uh, But I kind of got 
to a point in my career where I felt like I was doing my job pretty well. And so I started volunteering in after school programs and working with kids that wanted to become engineers and architects. Um, and I started to enjoy that more than actually being an architect. Uh, so I went back to school and I got a degree in science teaching and I started teaching in New York City. And I did that for a while and I moved to Denver because this is where my wife is from. And she actually found the job listing uh, for the museum. She she was looking for a job. She found it and she said, I think you'd be really good at this job. And so I applied and I got it. And it's it's been really great so far. It, it, some jobs, I, I think when I was a kid, I just imagined that you go to college for a certain career and then you just go in that one direction and that's you just get better and better at this one thing and that's where you ended up but i've found that it's just really all windy and you think you're going to go this way and then some opportunity over here rises up and you're like that sounds cool and you try it and sometimes it works out really great and sometimes it doesn't but eventually hopefully you just find where you're supposed to be what are the more exciting parts of your job what do you what do you like about working at the museum I like that I get to create experiences for people that they might not have otherwise. Mm -hmm. uh, my team is is really, really creative and they're really good at what they do and they don't need much guidance from me, but I love being uh, a sounding board for them, for their, their new and creative ideas. And I love to see when they get excited about something that they can create for kids. That gets me excited and then we get excited together and we start throwing on all these really crazy ideas and and we just try to innovate and, and do things that we get excited about because i i feel like excitement is contagious and when you are really really excited about something it's a good sign what can be a bit more maybe boring or challenging about your job the challenging parts of my job are some of the logistics parts, there's a lot of, of moving teams and parts. And it's I work at a really, really complicated institution. The museum has like almost 500 employees. Some of them are scientists. Some of them are exhibit designers. We have people who clean the museum. We have a, a restaurant at the museum. And just to coordinate and work with that many people can be very difficult when everyone has the thing that is their priority, the thing that they're trying to do. And in, sometimes it conflicts with what you're trying to do. And so working through some of those conflicts uh, can be a challenging part. Um, and I, I think a challenging part of my job, too, is to try to remind people what it's like to be a kid um, and what what it looks like for kids to be at the museum in, and engaged at the museum and that that looks different than what it looks like when an adult is that way. Like people sometimes assume that the kids are being too wild and too crazy, but that just means they're excited. And if they're excited to be here, we're doing something right. So I, I think it's also just add, one of the challenging parts of my, my job is just advocating for from our school groups. Some people might actually not wanna to go to the museum and maybe they're just goofing around, but some mm -hmm. people actually are interested. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's a difference between a kid running in the museum because they're not engaged and they're they're bored and they're just forcing around. But the kids that are running because they're excited and they really, really want to see the T-Rex, you know, and so how do you how do you sort through that and how do you make sure that things don't get too crazy? So, so on the topic of programs and the different types of trips you might make for students. 
where do you find your inspiration when designing those kind of things? It's a good question. I like to try to design the experiences that I wish I would have gotten to do when I was a kid. And and that's how also when I was a teacher, that's also how I tried to approach it. Like I, I tried to teach my class in the way that I would have wanted my class to be taught when I was a kid. Um, and again, I kind of touched on this earlier, like when, when it all comes together and you're on the right track and you have the right ideas, everyone starts to get really excited. And I, I love that feeling when everyone just people's hearts start to get into it and the ideas start flowing. Um, and that's, that's kind of my key that we're my cue that we're on to the right the right track. But as far as inspiration, I I think a part of it too is some some kids are are naturally drawn to science, like they they like dinosaurs or they like space or they really like animals. And science is is just a part of who they are from just an early age. It just resonates with them for some reason. But I always try to think of the kids who might not see themselves in science or or see science as a part of their, their lives. And I try to design programs that show them that there's science in everything. And whether it's music or maybe you like um, sports or whatever, there's, there's science in everything. Um, and so I really try to design things that show kids that that aspect of the thing that they already love. Do you have a specific program that you've been working on recently or maybe that you've had in the past? Yeah, the, the thing that I am the most excited about right now is a collaboration that we're working on between the museum and Lighthouse Writers Workshop, which is another nonprofit organization in uh, called in Denver that focuses on uh, teaching people to be better writers. And they do a lot of programs with kids. And so um, I'm teaming up with them to do a program around science fiction writing. And so it's a it's a workshop uh, of four days where kids come in and they get some instruction from a, a real science fiction writer. And then we also teach them about different science aspects that they can add into their writing. And so we have a scientist here at the museum who brings uh, stuff from his, his research to the kids and talks to them about it. And then they try to work that into their stories. And that, that's exactly kind of what I was saying earlier of like kids who already love sci-fi or really like to write or tell stories. Um, there, there can be science in that. And so it's it's been really great. We did we've already done it once before, and we're bringing it back again in February. And I'm really excited about it. That's really cool. Connecting like one hobby of a person, and then science, and then just making them interested in both of them. Yeah, I agree. Science is for everyone. That's that's yeah. my goal is for everyone to to agree with that. Um. So you were talking about meetings and earlier, and um, it could be other stuff too. But like, how many hours a day are you on a screen? Yeah, out of a eight hour workday, I would say I'm looking at a screen maybe two or three hours a day, usually usually just answering emails, honestly. The rest of it though is is meeting with schools, talking with my team, going to meetings. Um, we I go to a lot of meetings with um, other organizations in Denver. Yesterday I met with with Girl Scouts and we're trying to figure out how we can do something together. Um, we also do a lot of community tours here at the museum where we will go to one neighborhood in Denver um, and, and meet with all of these different nonprofit organizations that serve that community. And we try to see um, how, how the museum might fit into those communities, which is a, is a really fun thing that we do. So I, I feel fortunate to say that I only have to spend two or three hours a day looking at a computer. The rest of the time I'm out in the museum or meeting with my team. 
So let's say you could visit any museum in the entire world. As a visitor, which museum in the world will you visit and why? My favorite museum that I have been to is probably the California Academy of Science. It's a science museum in San Francisco. And I really love their approach to programs and to exhibits. It's really unique and it's different from how we do things here at the Denver Museum of Nature and Science. We're very much a natural history museum, which is all about telling the story of um, the, of Earth, basically, through our fossil records, through our you know life on Earth currently, looking at space in our solar system. Um, but science centers can do a little bit, they can go in different directions. They can do um, just more creative things sometimes with how they, they present science ideas. And so I, I really love their approach to, to exhibitry. So I would say that is my favorite. I also, though, I lived in New York for 10 years and I really love American Museum of Nature, of uh, Natural History. Yeah. Amen H is a fantastic museum. It is so great. I love it. And the final question, what is your favorite joke? My favorite joke is, this is, this is, it's a pretty lame one, but why do seagulls fly over the ocean? Why? Because if they flew over bays, they'd be bagels. Bagels. I love a good bagel. I think I like bagels more than I actually like that joke, but it's just a good, a good excuse to talk about bagels, so. Thanks for being on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's been fun.